Bring the ship up to broadcast that. We're going in. Passing you into FM. False security has lulled the madness of this world into a slumber. Wake up, an eye is upon you, staring straight down and keenly through, seeing all that you are and everything that you can never be. Yes, an eye is upon you, an eye ready to blink. So face forward. With arms wide open and mind reeling, your future has arrived. Are you ready to go? The Hideout. It is an FM Jerry Springer freak show shoveled to the lowest common denominator. The Hideout. We've got a power to the people routine and very loyal fan base. The Hideout. We're all being lobotomized by this country's most influential industry. The Hideout. Either you're with us or you're against us. The Hideout starts now. Be somebody! Be somebody. Let's do this. Welcome into the hideout. Free FM, 106.7 WJFK. I am El Jefe. Dubs is me. What's up? It's Shafee. And we are here for the next couple of hours. Date four, mm-hmm. hour one. And we highly encourage those of you who uh, remember the hideout, wondering what the hideout is, participation. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. That's how you beat somebody in the hideout. You pick up the phone, you dial those numbers. Uh, for those of you that may not recall, Hef and Dubs are here in a uh, previous version of the hideout. We call that one uh, 2.0. Mm-hmm. That was late nights after Ron and Fez. And uh, before that, we also did weekends, Saturday nights. We're back here on this uh, little date thing that is uh, awkwardly happening. Mm-hmm. I, I find this, date four, just as awkward as date one. It's, um, I don't know. I, it, I think it takes longer. Like, it, date seven, date ten. That's when you get the nanny. Once, yeah, once you've already consummated and things have been sealed, then everyone can relax a little bit. But uh, we're here to have fun with you nonetheless. Uh, very excited about you coming in. Learn more about the show, uh, if you so choose, on hideoutradio.com. Very easy. A record number of web hits. Uh, just in the last, we just debuted it. You know, four days ago, and uh, a ton of web hits. Also, some of you may have uh, seen the article today in the Falls Church News Press. We want to thank them for that little write-up. You can also see it online on fcnp.com, I believe, or go to hideoutheretics.net, one of the web boards, along with fullblownaids.com. And a very interactive show uh, it is. We highly encourage those of you who uh, maybe don't like to type it up, hop in via the Instant Messenger, and that is Free FM Hideout, AOL. Free FM Hideout. So it is very good to be back. Like I said, day four. There's a lot going on. Uh, very much so. Um, first of all, I'd like to see how everyone's doing. Dubs, I know that you just ate 12 hour old Mexican food. Yes, yeah. there's some uh, Moe's Southwest uh, Grill here. Which, I... by the way, I love. Yeah. We, we had Moe's down in Orlando when we were down in Orlando for the last 16 months. So I always like the Joey. The Joey bag of donuts? And the uh, Billy Baru nachos, which are good. Mm. But what I find about you is that. It doesn't matter how old it is. doesn't matter how cold it is. You love just going ahead and stuffing it into your face. Yeah, I, it really toughens you up, I think. Mm-hmm. I've always been the type of person who will eat stuff that's just been sitting there for a while, 
and I rarely get sick. I never get a stomach ache. Mm-hmm. Uh, I don't micro- grow up. Microwave like two feet away no. from food, too, and you yeah, I, heat and it up. I enjoy cold food. In this day of instant gratification, too, you find that a lot of times... Uh, things, they just taste better uh, when you don't have to wait for them. And it doesn't matter if they've been sitting out for 72 hours. Yeah, but we're the ones that pay the price in about three hours. Mm-hmm. Yeah, because we're all in a little prison cell in Woodbridge. <laughs> it stinks so bad right about yeah, now. Yeah, we, we walked into the uh, hotel room today, and it was just a, a, a thickness that hits you right when you open the door. Once you, you just want to fall over. Once you get in and spend some time, you don't realize it. Leaving's the biggest mistake. You come back, it's like, oh. Yeah, you have to step back. Uh, and there's that, and maybe we'll talk about this a little bit later on. The hookers down the hall. Yes. Between the hookers down the hall and the migrant uh, construction workers, it has been a very interesting stay uh, at the Quality Inn down in uh, in the bridge, as people like to call it. Let's go to Carney J. Carney J, you're in the hideout. What's up, J-Dubs? How are you guys? Very well. Carney J, I remember. He used to work here. Yeah, he worked right here. We had him in before. We called him Carney J because he, uh, he went out with the carnival once when he was a young kid. How you doing, buddy? You guys remember? I didn't think you would. I'm doing well. How about you guys? Uh, very well. Sitting in there, hanging out in the hideout. The, uh, you guys sound company. great, man. You guys really do sound really good. So Keep on going. I'm going to call and let you guys know you guys are doing an awesome job. I'm almost done. Go ahead. Continue. I right, thank you, buddy. I appreciate that. I like to hear that from a former employee. Mm-hmm. I just want to hear it from a current one, Max Dugan. <laughs> and as soon, Carney. as soon as we hear it from him and Hughes, sweet, the can, Carney thinks you're awesome. We can uh, we can relax. Um, all right. Speaking of uh, the, the drive-in, mm-hmm. I drive a uh, one of these new Scions, and it's a toaster, but yeah. I like it. You know, it's kind of cool. It's hip. It's got the good gas mileage stuff like that. Being um, thrown about the highway with the insane, like, wind gusts, and, because, you know, it's in that shape of a toaster, and it's very easy. It's very boxy, just wind hits the side of it. And I'm thinking, all right, we just came up from Florida, we're visiting this week, the weather doesn't necessarily get to me, because I like the cold, and I mm. definitely miss the cold, but the big story today was this, this James Kim and his family, uh, who got stranded... A, stranded in the snow, I guess. I guess they had a car accident, and the family—they were all—they were hanging out for a few days. And he decides he's going to be a hero, and he's going to go try to find help. Well, turns out helicopters came, found the family, but they didn't find him until I guess it was yesterday. They found his body. Mm-hmm. They had found little clues, maybe a trail. And we've been watching this thing the whole week, mm-hmm. and you've been holding out hope. I was—I knew Normal- the guy's dead. Normal- I don't care about this kind of stuff. Uh, Jennifer Halloway, uh, Jennifer Kessie, uh, you know, any of the blonde hair, blue-eyed girls. The princesses. Go, yeah, they go missing. Let Mario find them. Not interested. I haven't been really paying attention. What happened to the family? They just sat there and waited for somebody else? Yeah, they, they would occasionally turn on the car to get some heat. They burned some tires for some heat. I guess they had mm. some food hanging out. And it's like a National Lampoon's vacation. Yeah, except with a horrible ending because the guy died. <laughs> right. The, the, the Clark almost bit it, too, though. The uh, And he was this close to saving the cheerleader. Yeah, that's the <laughs> you thing. You see his picture. I, he looks like a hero's friend. I, I thought he was going to be back in 10 seconds, and then I guess uh, he couldn't teleport. <laughs> but I'm watching this. I'm thinking to myself, why do I care so much? Like, what is it? And then I realize it's not a bad-looking guy. No, not at all. And it seems like the family kind of has it together. It's, they seem like a nice family, an interracial family. I'm all for that. He's an Asian guy, and I don't want to be, you know, I, I want to have compassion for the man, but... I think Asian people, they're hairless. Mm-hmm. I think if it was a more burly white guy, he would have survived. 
All right, see, now I'm torn. Chuck Chuck. No, I, I, that's seemed, a legitimate point. It seems to fit. I wonder if I'd be able to last. I think I would. Yeah, you're a, you're nothing but a fur coat. Well insulated <laughs> uh, on the inside and the outside, mm-hmm. and uh, I could certainly see that happening. I wonder, though, in this time, in his travels, if he had the opportunity to save the hot waitress at the diner. And I don't think so. I think Seller got her. Okay. Well, then uh, I am sad. But genuinely, I'm following this story, and I'm thinking to myself, why do I care so much? You know, I, it's all over the news. You can't help but watch the story. And I find myself torn, pulling for the guy, and almost, I didn't want to do it, because you guys were in the prison cell with me, almost shed a tear. What? Almost, between that and Maury today. <laughs> Maury was great today. I shed a tear watching Maury. From laughter. Yeah, exactly. Uh, yeah, it's a great thing, and I don't know if they're a sponsor or not, but daytime TV is always the best when you do nights. Mm-hmm. And we're watching Maury. We were, we were getting ready to go to Five Guys, and we were ready to go like uh, 10 minutes into Maury, but we didn't leave the whole time. We waited till the end of Maury. Because the thing about Maury, for those of you that don't know, I think it's on CW50 here. Mm-hmm. Uh, the best thing about it, paternity tests. And so you're always hoping you're getting the paternity test episode. Earlier in the week, we saw the fat babies. This week, you're looking for paternity tests. Music to my ears, you are not the father. Because I- they boo the guy regardless so, of the situation. So it was the top 10. You don't know me paternity test reactions mm-hmm. it was like the all-star game or the super bowl of maury <laughs> again i'm watching this twice i te- i almost tear up on like number three and number two why well, it was the retarded guy at the end the dwarf and the, the you know. I, I hoped he wasn't the father just so why? i could see him break down why i don't know i do not like a happy ending to anything uh so i'm, I'm looking at him like man that's why my career is so great. Hold it together. <laughs> you know, between uh, CNN and watching Maury, I can't hold it together. I don't know if it's that time or what's going on. You're in the hideout. Free FM 106.7 WJFK. Get in where you can fit in 800-636-1067, 202-432-1067. Again, uh, myself, Hefe, that is Dubs, and uh, our buddy Shafee is also hanging out with us this week. So there's that. And the other thing you can't avoid right now is this apocalypto. Mm-hmm. with Mel Gibson, and it's everywhere. Mel Gibson probably thanks God for Michael Richards, who has taken a little bit of the heat off. But he is an idiot. He jumps right into the uh, Michael Richards thing saying he wants to write him a letter because he feels bad for him. Well, if anybody knows what he's going yeah, through... he understands. Oh, quickly, did you see that Damon Wayans uh, gets banned from the Laugh Factory for dropping the N-bomb mm-hmm. 15 times? Yeah. Um, he actually said, thank you for coming to the N-Bomb show. So, I guess it was a highlight of black comedians. He got fined. He was talking about himself, though. Shock jock. No, 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 I don't think that warrants shock jock. No, because that's what I'm sorry, I was just confused. No. He's too quick on that trigger. Yeah. Come on, don't be racist. Yeah, please. I wasn't talking about Damon Wayne. (laughs) Sometimes you have to go on a body of work, and I know dubs, and I just assumed it was that. But yeah, he gets fined $20 for every bomb that he drops, and then he he gets banned uh, for For three months months? from the Laugh Factory. He should be, though. They banned uh, Michael Richard. They banned the word from the Laugh Factory. Right. Uh, anyway, getting back to this though, getting back to uh, there was like a there was a Gallup poll released today, and I'll ask you boys really quickly, and I'll throw this out to everybody: Is there anyone specifically in a movie that you say, "All right, this person's got a new movie coming out, I got to go see it"? It was like that for Kevin Smith for me, but I've really fallen off with him. What killed it for you? Uh, Jane Silent Bob Strike Back. I didn't. You didn't that. like that? I, I hated it. It was recycled jokes over and over. Did you and see over. Clerks too? Nope. 
I saw Clerks too. I thought it was mediocre. I thought there were three brilliant moments in it. Pillow Pants, the uh, donkey show at the end. I haven't seen it yet. Oh well, never mind then. I'm uh, I'm wasting my time with you. But uh, all right, so I got one. Sylvester Stallone. That used to be a guy. No, it still is. I'm going to see Rocky. I'm gonna go see Rocky too. As it turns out, Tom Hanks is on the top of the public profile when it comes to people would go see his movies. They make a special effort. No. Gibson rakes sixth following Robert De Niro, Julia Roberts, Will Smith, and Sandra Bullock. Since when has she had a hit? Uh, following Tom Hanks. Miss Congeniality, I think, is her last real hit. She had that really terrible one with uh, Keanu Reeves last year. Speed? What? No, she did another one with Keanu Reeves. It was it was nothing like Speed. Yeah, something like a house, where they mm-hmm. were all in a house. Uh, 15% said they would have voicing anything with Gibson. Uh, as far as negativity goes, also, people would not go see a movie with Tom Cruise... Uh, 34% voting thumbs down to him and Angelina Jolie with only 18%. They won't go see Angelina or they will? No, they won't. Really? Why? Well, that's what I'm wondering. And then I'm thinking, do you think that chicks are still hating? Pissed off at Angelina Jolie because of stealing Brad Pitt away from Oh, jeez. Jennifer Aniston? Right. Well, here's the thing. Jennifer Aniston hasn't had a hit since Friends. She's tried and tried and tried. The breakup was pretty solid. Was it? I liked it. I couldn't get into it. Yeah, so anyway, but I was wondering like if there was any specific like movie people you were thinking, all right, this guy's got a new flick out. For me, Vin Diesel. <laughs> it's like watching myself on the big screen. Yeah. He said he'd cut off three of his toes to have Vin Diesel's body, too. And that's just in his arms. <laughs> <laughs> you have no idea what I do to actually look like him. Mm-hmm. Uh, 800-636-1067. Now, Angelina Jolie, uh, Jennifer Aniston, uh, Madonna, all these people, they're adopting babies. Mm-hmm. They feel like they're... Jennifer Aniston adopted? Uh, possibly two. Or they're considering, like they're going through this whole thing where motherhood seems to be an option for them. And um, they got to watch out, though. You can't do it too old, right? Yeah, well, you can. I don't know. One, uh, I just read today. Where is this? Right here. If you're after age 40 for a woman, it's kind of like a deal or no deal. The odds of having a child with Down syndrome would be 1 in 23. So your odds of uh, winning a million dollars on Deal or No Deal is actually worse. Uh, than the uh, Now, but what's the age? After 40? After 40. After what, 40, you can have uh, uh, 1 in 23 shot. Your risk for any um, chromosomal abnormality, right. 1 in 15. See, Oof. That's not good odds at all. No. Uh, at what point uh, do you, would you say to yourself, okay, I'm gonna, it's too late now? Well, for me... Never. <laughs> You're not going to have kids? No, I will, but to me it doesn't matter. I'm going to live a long time, and uh, it's for women mostly. Uh, but there's that no... It doesn't po- say the guy. I wouldn't I would knock up a chick over 35, personally. Right. You I- don't want to play with those odds? It's not bad. It's saying that uh, 22 <laughs> out of 23 times it's going to be healthy. I just don't think that, uh, that having old parents is even healthy for the kid anyway. Well, I know it's always weird, too, when you're going to, like, a... You know, like a dance or whenever, you know, your buddies come over. Like, I remember having friends and going over to their house, mm-hmm. and it was like being at grandma and grandpa's house. Are your parents uh, old? They're not old, but I had friends who had older parents. Well, my chick who's 25. Her dad is like 70-something. Oh, and, wow. and it is kind of weird going over there because you're, you know, 
got to listen to the stories about World War II, which are fine. You know, there's no problem. But it, it's it's like this whole, you know, generation gap. Wait a second. Your girlfriend's dad was in World War II? Yeah. No way. Yeah. He's like 70. I mean, he's a he's an yeah. older guy. He tells Yeah, the, I guess he could be. Yeah, he tells the stories of uh, the draft and all that kind of stuff. Let's go to White Roach. White Roach, you're in the hideout. Hey, what's going on, guys? Hey, buddy. What's up? Hey, to go back to the movies thing, uh, I've yet to have seen a movie with Matt Damon that I haven't liked. Man, talented Mr. Ripley you liked? That was good. I liked that. He's in a lot of good Rounders. And that was good. Goodwill Hunting. What about those ones where he's... Syriana? Uh, those, uh, the series he had of uh, the Born Identity and... Those are uh, good. Those you like those? Yeah, they're, well, they're not bad. I mean, I gotta admit, I don't really like the guy personally or... Uh, he has midget face. Yeah, I don't, yeah. I don't like Matt Damon, but his movies are good. I always thought that Matt Damon and Hilary Swank were twins separated at birth. Another one, though. I don't really care for her too much, but her movies are good. Yeah, I, it's, I think it's honestly the look. I think you look at them and you're thinking, why aren't you in a circus? Why are you making millions of dollars and I'm stuck here uh, bootlegging your DVDs? She's great. And what is it about that? Al- along with the same age of like being old and stuff, and I didn't get a chance to talk to my chick's uh, dad about this, you know, because he's an old guy, he served mm. in the military. But the military has revised, because they're having problems getting recruits, they've upped the age from 35 to 42. That's fun. You can be uh, 42 now and go into the military. They say one of the big things, too, is like having maturity, um, you know, having some life experience. Mm-hmm. You know, there's nothing wrong with, you know, having older people in the military. I... I- I think, uh, you know, 42 may be a little bit old, but I do agree with not having just all kids in there. Have some, have some, uh, knowledge and some, uh, you know, just some, some wiser people in the think, military. I don't be. think 42 is old at all. Number one, people are living longer. Number two, look at like somebody like Roger Clemens or something. You tell me you wouldn't want him next to you in a war? Nolan Ryan, the yeah. same kind of deal, mainly with baseball players. Let's go to Daniel. Daniel, you're in the hideout. Yeah, I was talking about the movie thing, uh, Nicolas Cage. Any movie by Nicolas Cage, I'm going to go see. That is me, too. I can recite all of Con Air, basically, word for word while I'm watching it. And I've even watched it once in, once in Spanish, just to see if I could, you know, follow along. Had no problem. My favorite uh, Nick Cage movie would definitely have to be Fast Times, Ridgemont High. Uh, thing is, with Nick Cage, Dubs has a man crush. Yeah. it's. I want to take his face. Oh, I like Johnny Depp, dude. Anything he does is good. I haven't seen any of the Pirates. The Ninth Gate was pretty weak. I didn't the never pir- heard of that before. The Pirates movies are strong. I always think, too, Denzel Washington is a guy. Yep. Whenever he has something out, I'm thinking I'm going to go see Denzel. Even a Michael Moore. I always enjoy a Michael Moore movie. I mean, he's kind of the star of the movie, but he's going to put something out. What does he have besides the uh, Fahrenheit thing? Fahrenheit 9-11, Bowling for Columbine. Oh, yeah. Uh, what was the original one? Um, a- the uh, a- Super Size Me. No, that was Morgan Spurlock. Uh, Spurlock. Uh, I can't remember. There's the one where he's taking on Ford and GM. Does anybody around here know? Eric, me, uh, me and Roger or whatever? Roger, Roger and me. Roger and me. Roger, and me. Roger yeah. and me, definitely. Here's the thing about getting the recruit, recruits uh, up to 42. We're going the wrong way. I say it's time to take kids at the age of 16. What? Hit the button, please. What do you mean? Shot Hit your own damn button. Uh, You're always hitting us. What, Can I do it? What button are you talking about? Hideout download. Ah, that's not it. Is this it? Shock jock. There, there it is. is. What button are you talking about? I don't understand what you're saying. 16-year-olds? <laughs> I mean, you can technically sign up for the military at 16. You just can't go anywhere. If you, you know. can drive a car, you no. can drive a tank. Um, 
Sabu, who I managed in wrestling, mm-hmm. and his uncle, the original Sheik, one of the greatest uh, pro wrestlers of all time, he lied about his age to go into uh, World War II, I believe. You hear those stories all the time of guys who are willing to go off and do that kind of stuff to serve their country. Mm-hmm. And here's the thing, too. You think about a 16-year-old, way more advanced as far as like actual skill level. Playing all the video games. Exactly. Call of Duty 2. They're masters at this. Halo. It, what's the big thing? Video games, they rot the brains of our children. Mm-hmm. Yeah, but that's in a, they're looking at a video game uh, monitor. In real life, they're so emotionally unstable these days. You play a Grand Theft Auto, you automatically go out and they, run they, over a pedestrian, beat they, up a hooker. They couldn't handle it in real life. With the new Wii, it might even be more of an option for these kids to go into the, the military. And everything. I saw one kid playing this thing where it was like a Call of Duty. He's ducking under his, uh, his uh, recliner and everything, popping up, shooting... Uh, people have, have you played those games i have uh played halo and got my ass kicked by my 12 uh, year old brother no. it, it wasn't even uh, it wasn't even close and i like to think that i have some sort of skill i don't want to think that i'm some old curmudgeon but uh, the kids nowadays I i'll mean, play your uh, 12 year old brother in madden why don't you just day. stay away from my 12 year old brother i know what you got going <laughs> on i know why you're here now not michigan right. uh, fingers on buttons yeah <laughs> it's the hideout free of 106.7 wjfk hefe and dubs with you uh, along with our buddy Shafee, who has um, been thrown into the mix. I didn't forget him. You'd tell me to point out. I know who he is. I'm, you didn't forget me, you know? Not at all. Stay away from your 12. What the hell does that mean? Well, take a break and come back. You like to touch him. Mm, and when we get back, there was a big, the big report came out mm-hmm. about you know, Iraq and the quote-unquote quagmire and that kind of stuff. I'm looking at this, and I don't want to go over the politics of it, but I had an epiphany while reading the USA Today. And I look at this thing that we're in. To me, it is a bad relationship. It's a bad marriage. Mm. And I want to share and break it down with you next. And also, too, the way they're marketing stuff to kids. We'll take a break. Come back. Again, free FM hideouts to AOL Instant Messenger, hideoutradio.com. Learn about the show. Uh, Hefe, Dubs, and Shafee, you're in the hideout. Free FM 106.7 WJFK. Listen to The Hideout. Notice how gracefully it sits over the human hand. Sexy. Notice has a point at the top. Tell me more. It's just the right shape. Oh, yes. The atheist's nightmare. The Hideout. The Hideout with El Jefe, J-Dubs, and Shafee. Caution. Retards in area. The Hideout. On Free FM. The Hideout. Thursday night, date four. Hour one still. You're in the Hideout Free FM. I am El Jefe. J-Dubs is me. And I am Shafee. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. Uh, people always ask, why hideout? What's the, what does that mean, the hideout? Um, it's, it's like that safe place. You know mm. what I mean? Like, we all have it. Think of it like Eric, Eric's basement in that 70s show. You know what I mean? Or like your favorite message board or the garage or the barber shop. You just come on in. Uh, when you call, we don't ask you for your real name. We rather you come up with a uh, radio name or, a, you know, an alias or something. And uh, we'll put you up. So uh, feel free to uh, get in where you can, like Dub said. Hideoutradio.com for more backstories on that as well. Uh, just really quickly, have you ever been like in class? And it's been a while since we all have been in class, but maybe a meeting. I guess the big thing that went around here today is filling out more of the FCC papers and mm. 
you know, I don't know how many times you go through that doing. You know, we usually did it what three times a year or something like that, uh-huh. right around there. And um, <clears throat> it's always fun too. I remember one of the one of the best memories I have being here at WJFK was sitting in a sexual harassment meeting with Rob Spiewak. <laughs> really? Yeah. Oh, yeah. It was. Uh, was that before I got here? Yes, it was okay. actually. I don't think you would got. I don't think the hideout had been born yet, or El Jefe's hideout on Saturday nights. So I, I was, thought you guys came out here at the same time. Mm-hmm. No, no, I, I came out here first, and then uh, he eventually joined out when you were supposed to come. But you uh, wanted to stay in Detroit. So well, what was on. he doing in the meantime besides cow tipping? <laughs> I was sitting there in working, Michigan. Yeah, I know. Uh, I was working in a pizza place actually. Yeah, well, you know, he had a few big cheese, mm-hmm. big cheese Detroit. pizza, your pizza party headquarters. Nice slice. Five one seven two two three seven seven one one. Does it's not open anymore? But it's go not. ahead now. Uh, yeah, it finally did shut down. Wow. So anyway, I see this, that Miles O'Brien, he's the morning guy on CNN, American Morning, mm-hmm. Soledad o- o- O'Brien. I guess he went to a discussion about uh, global warming and uh, fell asleep. And everyone, like, dude, with all the blogs and stuff and photos and things, like, pe- they have photos of, like, people nudging him to wake up. Mm-hmm. I'm like, come on, cut, you know. Cut the guy some slack. He wakes up at probably 3 o'clock in the morning, does his show, then goes off to some sort of special summit on global warming. Um, but I, I always remember when you were in school, the best time was when they turn the lights off. Yeah. They turn the lights off, and you're able to get a nap while you're watching a movie. The other great thing, too, was... You weren't operating the projector? <laughs> Why? Why would you, you just seem like the type of guy? No, I always did morning announcements. Did you? Yeah, I was... It, yeah. Nerd! Well... I, I was practicing for radio and practicing sure. on my big bad radio voice. The worst part. Keep on doing it. I know. Radio <laughs> voice. The worst part about it was the tennis team was all Asian, mm-hmm. and I butchered it Scary. every single time. Uh, I, I felt it was like it wasn't even close. I just start making up names and syllables and kind of doing a chant. Uh, just to try to spit it out. But I'm thinking, give the guy some slack. He's doing mornings. You know, leave him alone. Whatever. Remember the uh, meetings we used to have at our old place? What we would do, we would just sit there text messaging each other, laughing our asses off, making fun of everybody around us in the uh, meeting. Yeah. Just like a message. Look at that. What do you think that smells like? <laughs> um, so Terrible. Okay. So speaking of terrible and awful... The Baker Commission report thingy comes out about, you know, what's going on in Iraq, how to get out, what we're supposed to do, all this kind of stuff. It's a big write-up. Every, you know, it's, it's everywhere, mm. uh, especially being here in D.C. You know, everybody knows about it. I'm reading this thing, though, and I'm thinking to myself, this whole situation is a bad relationship or marriage. What? Explain. All right. First of all, it was set up by that overbearing father, mm-hmm. Dick Cheney, who thinks he knows best, but refuses to see that it's a mismatch because he really wants you to marry into that rich family. All right? You, in this case, being the United States of America, she being Iraq. All right? Follow along. All right. Keep your mind on the prize. Now, obviously, it's been tumultuous, and I'll get to that a little bit later mm-hmm. on. But at this point right now, both of you want to get out of the relationship, but no one wants to make the first move. I'm not sure both parties involved wanted to be in the relationship in the first place. Well, it was kind of an arranged marriage. That's what I'm saying, arranged marriage. All right. So what does she begin to do? Sabotage the relationship. Mm -hmm. Draining you of self-esteem and resources. Basically humiliating. Right. Blaming you for things you didn't do, maybe? 
Possibly. All right. And you know what the problem is in this little analogy thing? Her two bitch friends, mm-hmm. Syria and Iran, right. we'll call them. Uh, Cute names. You speak poorly of them. Some beautiful. You wish she'd stop hanging around them. But in the meantime, secretly, you've really wanted to bang one of them. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Invade Iran. All right. Is it making sense so far? All right. I'm with you. So here's the thing. You feel like you have to make it work because you've invested so much money and time into the relationship. What, three plus years now? Mm-hmm. And obviously there have been sacrifices. Not to downplay them at all, but this is going into the relationship analogy. I think everything fits so far. More than anything else, you, we, as America, you don't want to pull out. Because the last thing you want to do is prove your friends right. Mm-hmm. You know, you, you can make it work. You know your friends... France, Germany, Russia. Well, You're making this whole thing sound so beautiful. Sometimes uh, those are friends. But they knew from the get-go that this whole thing was, was a bad idea. Doomed from the beginning. Right. They're warning you. And you didn't listen because... No, you were in love. You thought you were in love, exactly. And the potential was unlimited to what you two could do together. Spread democracy, maybe. Problem was... That's why I always look for in a girlfriend. It's spreading. Mm-hmm. Problem was... Rebound relationship after your huge loss. 9-11. Mm. Are you still with me on this? Yeah. Kinda. You know, it, it is making... Like, this morning it all comes to me. You're in the hideout, free FM 106.7 WJFK. Keep going. Here's the thing. You still got that creepy Johnny drama big brother. <laughs> England... <laughs> They're the big brother? Yeah. Who? Well, in, in the course of time. You know, you're the cooler little brother. Yeah. You're, you're Vinny Chase. Oh, all right. Yeah, you're right. You know, Entourage. You know, and you got Johnny your... drama. Yeah, yeah. You got your older dork brother who's just hanging around to be cool. And is always has your back. And always goofing up, though. Mm-hmm. Canada's turtle. <laughs> <laughs> Correct. So, after... Uh, a roller coaster three years. Everyone has an opinion on what you should do, and they all suck because they all have their own agenda. Be it, I don't know, the Democrats, be it whoever. You know, everybody mm-hmm. tells you you need to get in. This is what you should do. This is what you should do. All your buddies. Everybody's telling you what to do. Mm-hmm. Everybody's got the solution, the answer. Listen, it's not going to look good any way you try. The problem, you, America, mm-hmm. trying to turn a whore into a housewife, mm-hmm. Iraq. Okay. She's I only see one reasonable thing to do at the end of all this. Mm. Murder the bitch. She's Well, let me get to it. She's a self-destructive bitch who was holding it together before you with crazy pills. Mm-hmm. Saddam, Zoloft, Haxel, whatever. That was Saddam. Saddam's a Zoloft? Keeping it in check. But you told her you were all she needed. You told her get off the meds. You flushed them down some spider hole toilet. And it's been downhill ever since with her. Mm-hmm. Obviously, she needed the pills. Then you begin to think to yourself, you know, you're three years in. God damn, what if it had all worked out? She was rich. The inheritance, oil, would have set you and your friends for life. At least your buddies, Halliburton, uh, were able to come over and raid the refrigerator a couple of times. Maybe even made off with the occasional HDTV. Mm-hmm. Doing their thing. Good for them. Now, here's the question that everybody asks. Mind you, uh, 
again, this morning I'm thinking, how do you get out of Iraq? How do you get out of a bad relationship? You leave her for an ex. Afghanistan. Everyone knows you two were a better fit. And no one is going to fault you for wanting to see what could have been. <laughs> I bet you have major relationship issues. Yeah, but what about when the crazy <laughs> bitch comes back? All right, well, don't, don't ruin the end. All right, I'm sorry. <laughs> read ahead. <laughs> I don't read. Come on, man. I'm the guy that just shows up. <laughs> oh, how true that is. Come on. It's the Hideout Free FM 106.7 WJFK. Finally, you've, you've left her. I know. You're back with the axe, Afghanistan, doing this. Everybody wanted you two to be together. That. Mm. What about her? What about Iraq? Who cares? Right. She's like the heroin now. Yeah. Well, she's likely to give her bitch friends, Syria and Iran, more control over her life. Mm. Um, You know she's going to continue to fall apart, get fat, get skinny, go on drugs. You know you're going to be paying for this mental and financial, you know, fiscal nightmare for a very long time. But at least she's out of your life. Hopefully. Until she and her friends sneak into your house and slit your throat while you're sleeping. (laughs) uh, Leaving infidel written in blood on the the wall. Doesn't seem like a good ending at all. There's not going to be. So you got to... The point is, you get out now anyway. Well, you murder. I don't know about that. Yeah, I do. Don't try to make it work. You just completely buckled it all down. You know, you you, you don't try to make it work for anybody. I think you got to make it work. No, no. What you do? You're in too deep. Whenever, whenever you're in a relationship, and you, the best thing after you break up with a girl is seeing her fail time after time. So you set her up. To make sure that she never succeeds again. We are in there. We we can sabotage yeah, the hell out of it right what now. If her, what if her two friends get her back on the right track? And she's a bigger success without you. Well, then, that's what I'm how's saying. How that make you feel? Well, then she's not going to sneak into your house in the middle of the night and slit your throat and write infidel on the wall. Then you're okay. You almost want her to succeed. I would rather she succeed and go on without me. To be perfectly honest with you, 800-636-1067-2024-321067. The point of this all is, you know, just like with Bush or Baker or your buddy's relationship, bad one. There's no getting out of it good. You know, there's nothing you can really do. You try to minimize the damage as much as you can, as best as possible. I say live a lie and stay together. Are you serious? Yeah, that's what I say. Tough so, it out. Even if it's the worst marriage in the world. Prove everybody wrong. Just to say that you could do it. Out of spite. Just to say the course. Well, you're, you're as uh, bullheaded as uh, America is right now. Here we have W sitting mm-hmm. in the uh, in the uh, in the booth with me. Oh, thank you very much. Uh, I did see this kind of along the same lines. If you're gonna cheat, cheat with your ex. Uh, a guy from Men's Health wrote a little article about why <clears throat> men cheat. Uh, giving like four little reasons why. Okay. To fulfill his biology is one of them. Uh, so it's a natural thing. Spreading the seed. Mm. Would you agree with that? Compulsion. One of, that's one of the main reasons why guys mm, would cheat. No. Just the need to have something different. I I would say yes, and then that's why they feel so terrible about it afterwards. Mm-hmm. You know, during it they didn't feel bad, but after everything's over, you're like, damn. There's something. Oof. There's definitely something primal about it. Uh, the second reason why men cheat... I could have just taken a shower. To get attention. <laughs> right. To get attention from who? Uh, 
to kind of feel wanted, essentially. It's part of the allure, mysterious no, woman. That's why women cheat, maybe. To find out uh, what she looks like naked. No, guys are the same way, kind uh, of. They they uh, just want, you know, especially if you you can finally, you, you've been married for no, a while, no. she doesn't flirt with you anymore, and when someone else does, you're, talking, you're like, hey. Daytime talk, though. It's always, he's at work, I'm home alone, he doesn't love me. Uh, I'll tell you this. He's never around. You don't know me. That's why I cheat. That's, you don't know who I am. That's why I'm a cheater. Just uh, to feel wanted. You don't cheat. That lack of self-esteem. But that's why guys still go out, even being married, take their wedding ring off. They may not sleep with a girl, but the hunt is so great. Well, you know? Yeah, I hear. Would you consider that cheating then? If you never did anything, but when you went out, you took your ring off. Just to see what it was like. Would you know? she consider it cheating? Well, I know she would. Then, yes, that's She cheating. considers you going out cheating. Uh, well, that's the other thing, too. To get out of the relationship, that's another reason why men cheat. 800-636-1067. A lot of guys don't have the strength to end it. They'd rather just be a pig. Yeah, that's another reason why I cheat. There's a, I'm, uh, let's see here. I'm two for three so far. I had this thing for the longest time where I would, and it was mainly in high school and middle school, where I'd go from girlfriend to girlfriend. Mm. You always... It's like it's like what we're going through right now, the hideout, personally. It's always easier to get a job. When you already have a job. When you have a job. It's the same thing with a chick. If you already have a hot chick and other girls see that you have a hot chick, they're automatically going to be interested when at Laurel Men. Is that why you guys brought me along for this trip this week? <laughs> yeah, you're employed. I've got a job right now. I know. You've got a paycheck coming in. Uh, Increase the odds a little bit. And then finally, to change up his playlist. How so? Well, think about it. Variety. You got your little iPod. You know what I mean? Yeah, you, you've been listening to country for five years. Let's put some rap in there. It could right. be, your, you know, it could be your favorite. Let's, you know, just piss off the dad a little bit. <laughs> Don't bring that rap home. Uh, he's you know, not. You know, rap's not allowed in my house. It's not sitting at my dinner table. <laughs> if I catch rap in your bed, oof. Um, rap <laughs> in your bed. Uh, yeah, you got your favorite songs. Mm-hmm. But you got to definitely mix it up at some point. You have no interest in the same song over and over again. Then, maybe, you know, you had a little while, you listen to the other songs, you come back, that old tune feels good, feels familiar. And then, Dubs, you found this about Heartbreak Revenge. What was that? I guess there was a story about a guy who cheated or a wife who cheated now. Oh, God. This is a, a new law in a few different states. Uh, this happened over in, um, in uh, Myrtle Beach, I believe. Uh, he was able to sue not his wife after uh, she cheated on him but the uh, she he sued the guy that was banging his wife it's a very interesting story I guess what ends up Something about a, a card was left at Blockbuster, and it seemed suspicious to the husband. Yeah, he, this was away when they were away at their um, at their uh, like uh, summer type home. She was away doing business or something, and she said it was her boss that was hanging out over there with her. It was actually this guy that she was cheating with, and he actually left his uh, his uh, Blockbuster card there. The maid or whatever came over to clean the place up. Said, "Hey, you forgot your blockbuster card here. It wasn't his. It was some random dude." So, so he gets suspicious and he asks the five-year-old uh, about the trip, and he goes, uh, I, "I asked, you went with mommy's female boss?" And the five-year-old said, "No, I went with mommy's gay friend from work." <laughs> That's a good story, though. <laughs> yeah, good of, line of playing the angle. Oh, he's a fruit. Don't worry about it. We can sleep in the same bed, and he has absolutely no interest. And in North Carolina, the law is alienation of affection. And uh, this guy was able to sue the guy who was banging his wife 
for $150,000, and he's uh, collecting checks right now. He got it? He got it. Good for him. And I, I, no, 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 no. What? He was suing the wrong person. No, he sue, sue everybody. Sue the chick. Get the money from the chick. What? What are you looking at me like that for? What do you mean, sue everybody? I think you sue the chick because it was obviously her that made the decision. You can't fault a guy for wanting what are you to sleep. sue the chick for? She's, She's the one that Her did. money's his money. She's the you one. You sue for your own money? Actually, yeah, you can because she's going to get a lot of it. You can keep more of your money that she's way. She's not getting it now. That's part of the whole alimony thing. Absolutely. She's not getting that. You want to keep as much of the funds as you can. How's she going to get that? And it seems like she has a good job, and he does, he's not working at all because he was at home, you know, kind of being Mr. Mom while she was out working, doing uh, stuff with her boss, as he, he thought. He could sue her, too. This was the first step. What do you think about being a Mr. Mom? You like that idea? No, I love no. it. There's no way I could do it. I would. Even though I'm enjoying my I'm time offered. off. Yeah, I'm enjoying my time off, too, and I'm thinking about it. My chick's going to school, and I like kind of sitting at home taking care of the cat. You know, it's, it's, <laughs> My kid and a cat are two different things. Not, I'd, not, I'd, not be, really. I'd, I'd be the lazy wife, though. You just set out a dish twice a day, and you hope that it poops in the corner. <laughs> Nothing would get done. <laughs> well, take a break, come back. Speaking of kids, this thing came out where we're marketing. Like, they're worried about the marketing towards children and how... These ads that are bombarding ch uh, children are screwing them up, and children don't know the difference between commercials and actual, um, you know, content. Mm -hmm. Which, by the way, really quickly, while well, on the subject, whoever created the Price is Right is brilliant. Yeah, it's a hour-long commercial. It is an hour-long commercial. An entertaining commercial. And I can't get enough of it. Yeah, that yodeler is terrific. You're, you're was, not going to... Bob Barker's done. Yeah. What is July. Yeah. This July? Mm -hmm. What do you fill in? I think they're ending the show. No, you can't, you cannot, they're not ending the show. You cannot do that show any longer yes. without Bob Barker. All right, Who's going to do that hole-in-one? No one else. No one else can hit that hole-in-one like a Bob Barker. I'd like to officially throw my name in the hat. Uh, if we don't have anything by July, I'd like to go ahead and move out to L.A. You're a terrible golfer, though. Mm -hmm. <laughs> I don't think you got to... Right, it wouldn't look good in a suit either. It's the Hideout Free FM 106.7 WJFK. The Hideout. I want an apology because that is just so rude and obscene, and I just am really hurt by it. Like, why would you say something like that? Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The Hideout. The Hideout with El Jefe, J Dubs, and Shafee. Hideout. They are brilliant. They will make us laugh. They will make us think. They will make us talk. And they will make us proud. Hideout. Free FM. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The Hideout. Date for hour two. It's a hideout free FM, 106.7 WJFK. Your, uh, your old buddies are back. A little bit grown up, too. Yeah, a little bit. Half Not much, but hey, yeah. whatever. J-Dub's hanging out over here. Yeah, I'm half That's our buddy Shafee. What's uh -oh. up? We're uh, bringing into the mix. Thank should've, you so much. Should have been here a very long time ago, but we're glad we're all... Uh, back together doing this. Never today. got invited. <laughs> you did too. Shut up. 800-636-1067-202-432-1067. You might recognize J-Dubs from his many appearances, either on the Ron and Fez show, uh, of My course. tattoos on Don and Mike. Yeah, that's the big thing. <laughs> Don and Mike, the, uh, the tattoos. And, uh, I did a lot. song, man. I did a, uh, a few behind-the-scenes things. That song sucks. Whatever. Stop Way to it. focus on the right things. Sorry. Distracted. <laughs> uh, yeah, Dubs loves the, what, ska stuff or whatever it is? Damn, turn the mighty boss tones off, please, forever. <laughs> Rancid. Uh, 
tomorrow's your birthday, right, Shafer? Yeah. Turn 29? That's right, 29. Am I the oldest? Yes, you are. Just by a couple of months. I see, though, you've been begging us for all week to go see Barat. Yes. And he's never seen it. I'm very shocked. Yeah, I do not leave my house. I'm, I'm shocked that I've uh, been out this long. I, I thought yeah, I'd be uh, running to an airport by now we've to go lay by, on my couch. We've walked by and driven by several movie theaters, and there it is, Borat. Mm-hmm. I'm like, let's go see it. And Dubs loves the douche trill cringe humor. Mm-hmm. It's so good. Well, just really quickly, I guess those college students who are in uh, one of the scenes in the cross-country uh, like RV. Yeah, yeah they're suing. Yeah, they're, they're still suing. I guess they're going to target the DVD, uh, but they're suing because they say they suffered damage to their reputations after appearing in the film. Yeah, you know what they said? They said that uh, they were like lied to and misled. They yeah, they, 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 they wasn't going to air in America, right. and they were liquored up. So the, the thing is, they thought it was only going to be seen around the world, but not in this country. So they've got absolutely no problem with the entire world thinking they're a bunch of... I mean, it, the thing that kind of came out was that, you know, some very racist kind of things, especially towards Jews, which is kind of the theme throughout the movie. Mm-hmm. Uh, but here you have a couple of guys who aren't in on the bit, you know, going with it like it's real. And now all of a sudden they're but, worried about what the reputation is going to be. It was a little uh, set up as well, though. You notice that you never see who's driving the RV. Right. You're, well, I that's I know. I mean, a lot of it's staged. Uh, a lot of some of it, I'd say probably 60, 70 percent of it yeah. staged. And they said that they got the producers got those guys drunk before they even uh, got in there with Borat. But nonetheless, do, I was going to say, do you want to go see it tomorrow? Yeah, I'll see it again. Why I not? saw it once. I got to see that uh, hotel room scene again. Why not? We can act it out in the bridge. <laughs> we can act it out in the hotel room tonight because. <laughs> Cafe looks like one of the guys. All right, I've not Borat. Yeah, I didn't think I was getting to that point, but if I, I have been at one, I'm telling you, man, I look at that guy. I just describe bri- briefly. That should motivate you, and then we'll move on. That could be you. Uh, yeah, I see that in the future. Like you see these really big fat guys, like a guy maybe if you haven't seen Borat, but a guy like Newman mm-hmm. on Seinfeld, and what he looks like nude. <laughs> you get to see that, but a hairy version of Borat. But it, you always wondered, because I've never seen it. A moldy mushroom. The only time you're going to see a nude guy at a gym, uh, you know, they're not going to be as big as that guy was. He puts a lot of chicks to shame. It was disturbing. Oh, yeah, with what he's got going on. Yeah, absolutely. It's a rack. uh, You could use it. It's the hideout, Free FM 106.7. Shave it. WJFK 800-636-1067. Uh, one of the things, too, we, we were walking around uh, yesterday. We went out. We ended up at a Pentagon City. We almost saw a movie there. Walking around Pentagon City, I noticed something. Hmm. We are entering uh, a movie, and that is Minority Report. I honestly believe that the times are changing so much, and with the way we're being bombarded with advertising, it's everywhere. It was very odd to walk in. Uh, you know, to a place like that and just see... I mean, I know it's a mall. I need some uh, Middle Eastern food in that joint, too. A beautiful food court or whatever you want to call it, but no, I can't get any uh, kibbe or anything. So, <laughs> I'm glad... They got were... everything else. Burritos, pizza, <laughs> regular hot dogs. But you can't get a falafel no. for the life of you. But I, but I see this. And I'm thinking to myself, man, we're kind of entering that whole minority report stage. Mm-hmm. And then a couple of days ago, you have, 
I guess the pediatrics board uh, comes out and says that children are having a really tough time. Uh, you know, dealing with all of these images out there. Mm. Hideout download. The American Academy of Pediatrics has issued harsh warnings about the effects of advertising on children. Advertising. It's time to take the ads out of adolescence, its doctors say. <sighs> Dean found one of the big concerns, pervasiveness. Young people will see as many as 40,000 ads a year, not all on TV. Many companies market to kids in ways like this. What parent hasn't been asked to go to a fast food restaurant, not for the food, but the lighting up toy inside? The Van Dams try to steer their kids to games and DVDs available at the library. But despite their concerted... Uh, that's boring. Yeah, first of all, awful hippie parents. You, there's mm. nothing worse than going over to your friend's house, and they have the hippie parents who the ideal snack, it's apples. And instead of going and playing at the McDonald's playground... Dry bananas. Let's go... Yeah, right, dry oh. bananas. you got to go to the uh, big big family trip to the library. Mm -hmm. yeah. and, uh, pick it's it fun up. the first time, then you get real bored after that. You realize there's nothing going on when you could be playing with your Game Boy Advance. Now, earlier in this uh, story, they said... Uh, you know, parents are being bombarded with these uh, wanting to go to fast food restaurants and everything else to get the toy. That's how it was when we were kids. Yeah, you always no want you always wanted that toy, and uh, I'd be pissed if I was a kid right now. You cannot get a toy in a cereal box. <laughs> you were that a was fat the only, kid, though. Yeah, that was the only reason that you uh, picked a certain. <laughs> I was. You I know, and uh, you're a skinny adult now, so. Lay off. Yeah, you, you'll, they'll grow out of it, most of them. Yeah, because they won't toy. want that toy later on. But uh, th that's why I would pick certain you know cereals for the toy in it, and it pisses me off that there's no toys in the cereals anymore because I'd still buy them for that. Man, one of the things that freak me out, I'm hanging out with my chick and I'm watching TV, and then I see that there is a video game for the king. Yes, Bert I want it. Well, I'm, I'm, I'm like, oh my God, is this real? What's going And it turns out it's part of a promotion where you can get it for like Xbox. For $3.99. Yeah, well, for three bucks essentially, yeah. Yeah, uh, you remember that. Uh, they used to have one for, uh, I believe it was uh, Domino's with the Noid. I think the Noid had one. The Spot for 7-Up had a video game. Mm -hmm. Well, what systems were they on? Uh, Nintendo. Nintendo was a Spot, I believe. What or maybe even Sega Genesis. What would you do? I I think the spot was kind of a Cubert type one. That wasn't a period video game. No, mm. no. I wish it was. Mm. BloodyTrixie.com. Hideout download. Efforts, toys with the popular brands, including Disney princess dresses, are among the popular items in their home. My friend has um, a dress like this with with the pictures of the princesses on them, and that's what I wanted for my birthday. Of course they you did. are exposed to it all over the place and always wanting the newest. Because you don't have a mind of your own. Most popular thing, and it's, it's a big deal. It's this bombardment that concerns child experts like U of U Department Chair Cheryl Wright. She fears a growing materialism in young kids and financially stressed parents. It is a group that needs to be protected. It's a group um, that needs to be, um, we need to be cautious. Of Protect bull, the children. Bull, bull. I remember when, it wasn't that much different when we were kids. I know we like to think it is, and we like to think these kids are so much worse than when we were kids, but they aren't. We wanted uh, the uh, the Zubas back in the day. We wanted the nice Zubas, the, the wide array of them. What's a Zuba? The, those like uh, nice pants. comfy pants. Like the Joey Buttafuoco pants. Yeah. Skids? We wanted skids. skids. I had skids, not Zubas. We wanted the uh, the, the really good uh, uh, hyper-color shirt. 
We wanted all that. We wanted a nice silk shirt as well to wear on Fridays. Yeah, there was nothing cool than wa- cooler than walking around with your big Walkman listening to Color Me Bad in your hyper colors and your red jabos. Mm-hmm. That was me when I was in uh, 1995. I think you're missing the point, man. The jabos aren't making you fat. They're talking about, like, uh, cr- sugary I... cereals and fast food. And no, stuff. they're saying kids are becoming more materialistic. We were just oh. as materialistic. Yeah. And what does it have to do with me being fat? Why are we <laughs> Not saying? you, any kids. I thought they were talking about, like, the toy That's and the very, Happy very Meal. sensitive. I'm feeling attacked when you compare me to the guy on Barat. Hideout download. About what we're marketing <laughs> to them. The American Academy of Pediatrics specifically mentions concerns for ads like Viagra for the confusion they create for young audiences. It's unbelievable that we have this much sex. In these mm-hmm. media, our kids are looking at, listening to all the time. All right. And- all right. It's true. All right, two seconds. Now, the only thing that could be confusing about a Viagra ad is how it helps you canoe. Or how it helps you throw a ball through a tire. Right. You know, that one, I believe, is Cialis. Yeah, Cialis and or, uh, or, like how the herpes medication helps you kayak. Or while you're still uh, or taking camp. the ball game with the VCR. <laughs> I've never understood how, you know, you, you see something on television and... You know, you're there and you're with your children and you're afraid to sit down and explain it to your children. Mm-hmm. Like, Dubs has a great theory about these male enhancements. Yeah, well, here's the thing. We have lied to women for so long. We've done such a service to women by telling them it's our fault that we cannot get aroused anymore. It is not our fault. It's that we're so bored with you that we can't do it anymore so we make up this whole thing we need to take these pills because we're getting old yeah we aren't getting old because if you're with a new chick you'd have no problem being ready to so go all these pills are relationship savers. yes exactly more than it, it's just no different from like a zoloft or anything else and we lie and lie and lie hey, dad, e- ed you- is something fabricated absolutely dad why do you have to take these pills Take a look at your mom. Yeah, do you She's see falling apart. Jesus. Let me show you some old pictures when she actually used to do stuff with hands. Um, it's the Hideout Free FM 106.7 WJFK. Hideout download. There are almost no messages about sexual health. He's watching a football game with dad, and there's a commercial that comes on for Victoria's Secrets. He notices that. So, wow, that lady. Researchers also point to the effect at. What do you got? I had a buddy. By the way, he's 29 years old. He's a freshman at Louisiana State University living in a dorm. <laughs> <laughs> Sounds like he's living the life. When we were teenagers, this PCU? he was really big into uh, <laughs> pornography, like mm-hmm. a lot of teenagers are. His mother came into his room one day, I guess when he was at school, and uh, found all his magazines and stuff. Hardcore. It's the, uh, it's the hideout free effect. Hideout download. Ads have on children's food choices and nutrition. They see a direct link between the two and a half billion dollars marketers spend on food and our growing problem with obesity. They urge parents to be the first line of defense. A lot of the things that are advertised, we would consider special things that we will use as as um, possibly rewards. It's a great opportunity, I think, for parents to help children understand the economics and um, the manipulation that might be going on with marketers towards children. In other words, teach kids to be media literate so they better understand the goal of commercials. Limit TV time to two hours a day to limit exposure to commercials. And if you see inappropriate ads, write or email the advertisers. If you'd like an address to do that or a link to the the actual study, go to our website, ksl.com. Here's the problem. Most most grown-ups 
don't know uh, media literacy. You know, they're not familiar with it. They're not able. You look at everyone so in debt right now. They don't know anything about economics and you know what's what. The advertising works on them for the new iPod and this, that, and the Teach other. your kids common sense. Teach them not to be a rube because if the if the commercials aren't going to get them, uh, some kind of uh, you know swindling type person is going to sell them something like that. It's not the commercials. It's because they're idiots. Yeah, it's like the kid that's sheltered his whole life and his parents will kill him if he ever takes a sip of booze while he's in high school. He goes away to college. He's got a little bit of freedom, joins the frat, takes 55 shots on his birthday and dies. Yeah, I mean, when you just, you know, don't tell your kids anything. Keep them so isolated. Once they do see something, they're going to go nuts. Or once they get a little freedom, they're going to go crazy. And the problem, mm-hmm. too, is you're not teaching problem-solving skills. It's like we talked about earlier in the week with that you know girl that was working at Mickey D's who gets locked in a broom closet and is getting naked, getting slapped around by a, I think we need more of those. an electrician. And then you're telling them, say no, say no, say no. And they say, I didn't know I could say yes. Right. Uh, all right no idea. Here's the thing, though. As I think about walking around the mall, the marketing towards children, mm-hmm. and all of these... Very, like, you can't even go to a bathroom stall now without seeing... A hole? That and uh, the temptation. And you me on the other side? You, and also, too, but you you always see advertising. I mean, it's everywhere. Mm-hmm. And it's part of a, you know, it's a, it's a fact of what you do. You know, obviously, we're guilty of it. We're part mm-hmm. of this whole thing, being in the radio business. You know, you hang out, you listen to the commercials, you come back. Here's... I honestly feel we're missing opportunities because, you know, you look around and there are a lot of places where you can still offer ad space and people may be down for it. Mm -hmm. You know what I mean? Like you can make a little extra money. You can uh, help. You You see this all the time with what were the couple of guys who decided to have some bank finance their college career and they made the media rounds and they were kind of almost known as i'll just use it for as an, for an example the comerica twins mm-hmm. and you know they were financed through school i hear a couple of places that i'd like to suggest for potential media ad spots mm-hmm. right. it's it's open opportunity you can do something there a newborn baby's forehead now there was Seriously, there was a, what, this kid was probably 12, but he had cancer. So he sold out his forehead on uh, eBay. Really? To, uh, you know, to raise money for cancer research. And you, who bought it? I don't know. This is like last week. I'm sure the uh, the uh, thing's still going on like eBay. boxers with goldenpalace.com on their back. I, it doesn't have to be permanent, but you got to think about it. You're always passing around the baby pictures. Everyone's going to see them. You're proud to show them off. Mm-hmm. Uh, that way, there's a little bit more advertising there. You're going to get noticed a little bit. And everybody likes a, a, a ad with a siren on it, and that's what basically babies are. They just scream. Best sponsor? Trojan. For all the single <laughs> friends that you show the picture to to remind them they don't want this you know, this awful virus in their life. <laughs> it's uh, ruiner. It's the Hideout Free FM 106.7 WJFK 800-636-1067. I am El Jefe. That's J-Dubs. Our buddy Shafee's here. Hideoutradio.com. What we try to do in uh, in Orlando, and it, we almost got it done, but uh, they drug their feet on it really, really hard, was uh, urinal screens. I think that's a perfect one. Yeah, a lot of people do that. Yeah, we, we actually did that once when we all worked together at Q106. Another prime space, and I think it's starting to come around, coffins. 
Now think about it for everybody comes and looks. Mm -hmm. You're and it's not only that you're a captive audience sometimes for three or four hours. What are you gonna sell though? All right, well I've thought about it. You can finance your own funeral on it. Well, you can no, exactly. That's what I'm thinking. Because a lot of times two funerals now they're, they're so expensive. Ten fifteen thousand dollars. So think about this. Best sponsor, travel agency. Here's the reason why. A lot of people sitting there, mm -hmm. you're looking, you're thinking to yourself, man, I want to do more in my life. I don't want to sit here. I don't want to die. I want to get out experience the world. You got a nice little phone number, travel agency. People may be apt to buy it. Or people flew in, you know, for the uh, for the funeral. So Gold's gym. Maybe you're thinking, man, this fat <laughs> bastard died of some sort of a heart attack. I need to get hit the gym. Maybe you have a fitness consultant there selling memberships. Uh, also, you can be case specific, too. NRA, if someone was killed in a gun accident, mm -hmm. uh, you know, maybe if someone had some cholesterol issues, whatever the big cholesterol drug is at the time, just slap that on their finances. And at the same time, too, if it's a family thing, you know, cholesterol tends to be a family thing, could work out. Um, toilet paper. I think people are missing a golden opportunity to advertise on Twitter. Literally, everybody looks. Absolutely. Everybody looks. Every but it has to be something that can't be ruined. It's got to stay there everybody looks and just think of the association that you have once there is used paper and someone else's logo it's automatically a negative association and mm -hmm. it ends up working out now usually this can only work out with a direct competitor mm -hmm. radio stations tv stations newspapers you'd have to have Coke, pepsi yeah and, you know something like that could work uh maybe the uh the foreign car companies in a place mm -hmm. like detroit or michigan yeah my friend is a janitor at four he's pissed off today bragger yeah i heard him i guess because of uh the whole it's pearl harbor day or whatever mm -hmm. the anniversary he's pissed at uh, anybody that drives a foreign car especially a toyota military gear is the next place you could do this advertising video games well you could advertise video games on military gear. Mm -hmm. uh, the big reason is, you know, it'll help on two fronts. Gives the troops better tools, uh, you know, with the extra financing. And if the proper sponsor is chosen, it could be seen as winning over hearts and minds. Example, Disney. You throw on a Disney patch <laughs> on a military outfit going in to invade some country. It has a positive association. Everyone wants to go to Disney World. Hey, we're here to bring it to you. You know, it could end up working out. Donald Duck Dirty Bombs? Finally, and what I think is probably the smartest one. Mickey Mouse Masquerades? The biggest thing that they said. <laughs> we can never say any of these jokes in Orlando. No, nope. it's almost like we're free. They run that town. They own that town. <laughs> School uniforms. Now, this isn't, you know, this isn't a shock job, but I'm talking about a legitimate way to make money. If this whole radio thing doesn't work out, I'll go to Madison Avenue because here's what you could do, and it'll work out very simple. You talk to any marketer. You want to get them while they're young. Of mm. course, the bombarding these children with all these ads, they want to get them hooked on Coke, they uh, Coca-Cola. They yeah. want to get them hooked on you know everything else. Coke. And the biggest thing they always find is that schools need extra financing. Always. So what do you do? Name the school after something. You put the logo on the school uniform. Ah. Let me give you a little example. Yeah, but no, who's seeing it other than the students? They, that's a whole lot of people. and you're, they, They're going to hate it, though. They hate the uniform in the first place. That logo is embedded in their head for but life. They're going to hate it. That's why you pick a cool one. you got to pick a cool one. Monday, Red Bull. They, Red Bull would work. It, it works in... Because you're already tired on a Monday. You're thinking, hey, Red Bull, uh -huh. Monday, long weekend. i got to get through the class. You get them hooked on the caffeine early. Red Bull, Starbucks, whatever. Monday, mm. you're selling them. you got them hooked for life. 
Tuesday. iTunes. It's an iTunes Tuesday. Everyone already has the iPod. The logo's semi-cool. You're throwing it right there. Basically, I see my little brothers. They're going to school. They got a basic, you know, polo shirt on. Oh, they have to wear the... And uh, some slacks. They, they have to wear a uniform? Yeah, just about every place is doing it nowadays. Really? So now, why don't you go get it sponsored? Wednesday, World of Warcraft. World of Warcraft. You get them hooked on a video game. Why wouldn't you go ahead and put out a little advertising for a video game? Why wouldn't you do it? Mm-hmm. Again, you're financing on Wednesdays. Thursdays... Uh, Trojan. Uh, Trojan again? You gotta teach the importance. Why don't we change up to Durex? Of protection. (laughs) Fridays. Don't beat into the ground. Fridays. (laughs) Pfizer. Pfizer? Pfizer for the crazy pills because you know. All kids are on them now. You know, at some point with the bombardment of ads everywhere, including at school, they're gonna have ADD, so they're gonna need sort of, sort of medication like a Ritalin. Or something along those lines to keep them in check. Mm -hmm. And you think about it. You're sitting around. You're thinking, wow, genius. (laughs) These. I don't know about that, but entertaining, maybe. Interesting. These are. are Use that word very loosely. These are extra ways to make money. Look That's the, true. Look at the, you know, look at a radio station. Right? We're How about, about fundraisers? We're gonna take a break. Sell some candy bars. We'll take a break. Come back. <laughs> it's, you know, it's commercials here on WJFK. Then there are different commercials on the internet stream. Then on a podcast, there's other commercials. You always gotta find that extra revenue. Yeah, you're looking for that, uh, that just un, uh, unfound income. Go to the, go to the elementary schools. Go to your baby's forehead. It'll work. You'll make the extra money and you'll hit the bottom line. And that's the most important thing in America. The bottom line. It's a hideout. Free FM 106.7 WJFK. Here's a confession. I'm in love with a man. What? I'm in love with a man. A man called God. Does that make me gay? Am I gay for God? You betcha. You're in the hideout on Free FM. Learn more at hideoutradio.com. The hideout. Free FM 106.7 WJFK. Good evening, godless sodomite. The hideout. Or we will destroy this place. The hideout. Hideout, Free FM, 106.7 WJFK, Shaking our booties. Wrapping it up, coming down the home stretch on date four. Who's this now? Um, well, first of all, I am El Jefe. That's Shafee. Thank you. That's J-Dubs. I meant the song. Nelly Furtado. Man. Uh, it's getting hot in here. Oh, it's not even close. It's a very sexy song. I actually first heard it, uh, Opie from the Opie Anthony show, heard right mm-hmm. here on a Free FM, also XM Satellite Radio. Uh, it was kind of one of his guilty pleasure songs, and I heard it, I'm like, man, I'm a, I'm a sucker for these kind of songs, too. It's, it's sexy, but as a guy, you can't really, you know, dig it. This kind of reminds me a little bit of uh, Madonna's Frozen. That's exactly yeah. that's what I thought at first, too. Very, it was very early 90s. I liked that. And our, Wilson uh, Phillips. Our, no, no, not Wilson Phillips. <laughs> and our buddy uh, Pinchy in the 440 sent me a link. Um, Maybe just Phillips. Yeah, don't ask, don't act like Wilson Phillips doesn't get you going. 
And uh, I put up like the, her performance on the uh, American Music Awards, it mm-hmm. was, on my front page of my MySpace, which there are links to all of ours on hideoutradio.com. It's very uh, sensual. Yeah, and that's the problem. I turn it off because now I'm... Here's the issue. I, uh, I got a very hot girlfriend, mm-hmm. and... Man, I'm backed up. <laughs> it's a really because here's the thing. Dubs isn't all. Yeah, no. All three of us, not at all, are are staying <laughs> together. <Sick> freak <laughs> in a very small hotel room, a prison cell in Woodbridge. And it you know, stinks. It, it does. And you kind of after spending a week with three guys in one room, you kind of realize why in prison you go gay. You know, you're like, I need no, to do something here. You give, do. Give, give me two more weeks, and I am uh, tying you down with our own sheets. And we were just talking earlier today when you took your shirt off how you kind of have like a woman's body. Mm-hmm. It would be very easy I'd with be a smooth those. bottom. Got curves. Yeah, to imagine. Uh, I'm voluptuous. It's a fat guy that's now super skinny. Yeah, but still with the childbearing hips. Right. Mm-hmm. The love hand. The hourglass figure. And the I, handles, yeah. I keep trying to tell you guys. Why don't it's you loose, go, though. Why don't you go for a drive in my car? Because I brought, I knew this would happen. Like, I brought material with me. <laughs> and I can't get, there's no time alone. Because it's literally two double beds. And that's why I've used the shower. <laughs> two double beds, three guys. Do the math. <laughs> I know, we, we've been kind of doing a rotation thing on the beds. Yeah. And it absolutely has uh, has been the way. So then we see, and I didn't I didn't think about it when we were first checked into the hotel because we're you know came up from Orlando, Dubs or I'm sure uh, Shafee from Michigan, and we're all here doing you know the test date here at JFK. But when we first when I very first got to the hotel, I saw what looked to be a pretty hot Latin chick, at going up to her room. I'm like, mm-hmm. all right, what? Why is she here? What's going on? Yeah, it and didn't the, seem right because it's kind of a. Uh, Kind of dumpy, dirty hotel. Mm-hmm. And the lady at the front desk goes, you know, as much as you're here, you should sign up for the frequent user. <laughs> <laughs> but it doesn't, yeah. Yeah, it, doesn't, it doesn't register. I'm thinking, well, maybe she's a business person in Woodbridge. No, she is. Yeah, definitely. She totally she's a working is. girl. Now, today, I was walking around. I, I go out to smoke. Even though we are in a smoking room, I still go outside to smoke. Thank you. And like uh, the room would smell bad or something. I know. If you actually, smoked. actually, actually, be a nice incense in there. It should be mandatory by now. Um, but I went outside to go smoke, and I hear sex coming from that same room that that girl was staying in before. Whoa. Yeah, it is the exact same room. It's the last one on the right. Mm-hmm. Uh, so I hear bumping and grinding going on. Two thirteen in that room. <laughs> yes. So I go downstairs to smoke. I come back up hoping to hear a little bit more because that's how desperate I am for some pornography. And the girl standing outside the room, all disheveled, looks like a stripper, wearing kind of that uh, neon slinky type uh, dress. Hair's all messed oh, up. Oh, it was just, yeah, she was a mess. She just got rocked. <laughs> yeah. And uh, you said rocked, right? Yes. Okay, just making sure. Uh, so, you know, and you're like, I, I asked you, I go, how much do you think it is? I said probably about 400 because she was hot. What did she look like? <sighs> she was a Latin girl. Um, very great. thin. That, like, that makes me feel great about my people. <laughs> very thin. Um, probably A's. AIDS? No. 
What'd you say? <laughs> I, A's like the uh, Although, chest. I wouldn't like, have. Like they, oh, okay. they weren't big, but they were still you know nice. Right. right. But AIDS probably that they were probably seized at one time, and now she's gotten that disease. So right. weight's going from everywhere, eating away at her. And that might not be the one I saw then, because shortly after that, I was in the hallway and saw somebody else. It wasn't too skinny. Uh, this one was very thin. Well, here's so what, I, I here's think maybe that the, 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 there's some service renting this room out, and they just you know have different appointments going over there. Here's what's odd. So Shafey hears girls in the hallway, and he just got out of the shower. He's in his box, and he goes, whoa, whoa, whoa. So he throws on his his, uh, his jeans over his boxers, and he goes, I'm going to get out there so they can see me with my shirt off. <laughs> <laughs> so his hair's still wet, bald spot in the back. Hair on his chest, just matted. And his, there were no girls out there, though, only Cypress Hill. <laughs> and he opens, That's what it looked like. And he opens up the door. While he's opened up the door, he's already beginning the bit. Hey, do you know if they have a Coke machine? Uh, like, <laughs> I heard that. I just wanted to get a look, man. I, I heard that. I was, I was wondering why he was asking for a Coke machine, because I was in the shower at the time. I yeah. wanted to see what you were talking about. Maybe I can get a, a peek at uh, somebody just to know what you're talking about, but, uh, but I didn't see anything. Would you guys be willing to pull your mind together and maybe, you know... No, I'm not we sharing. All. I'm not sharing. Why? I'm not sharing a girl with the two of We aren't sharing the girl. We're sharing the hour. You're sharing the shower with us, and after dubs the other night, it's about the same thing. Yeah, that's where I use my alone time. That's disgusting. Huh. I don't know how you can do that. Why? I mean, it's a perfect place. We yeah, but you can't get into it too much. You can't get but, into it too much, but basically it goes like this. You're laying around for a few hours, right, with us, laying on beds, <laughs> watching TVs. <laughs> Boxer shorts, maybe the shirt off, whatever, being disgusting. Uh, I'm not looking at you guys. It stinks like a morgue. <laughs> here's a, and he's going into the bathroom and taking care of business. Right. It's, and here's the thing about the bathroom, too, by the way. It's a hideout free of film, 106.7 WJFK, Hefe, Dubs, and Chafee. The bathroom, uh, three guys mm. in their 20s, awful diets. I walk out of the bathroom after Dubs had done other business, mm -hmm. you know, normal stuff you would do in a bathroom, and I go, how did you manage to recreate the smell of a three-week-old porta potty? <laughs> I and, ruined it. Yeah. And, no. What do you mean? Yeah. Well, just. What do you mean? Don't don't question me. Just trust me. And I will answer the question okay. now. Find it was dumped. I have been having, ironically, ever since I left DC for Orlando. Mm -hmm. I think it was something about Central Florida. Maybe the water. Maybe the stress. Uh issues back there. And I don't think we can begin to talk about them here on Free FM the way we could down no, there. You had to get that area checked out by a doctor. I had to get a colonoscopy. Yeah. I Hemorrhoids? Get, I had an inflammation, that's all I can say. Yeah. It's okay. nothing... It's I, nothing too serious. Although they made it seem... They were like, it's an autoimmune disease. Wow. And I don't, I'm like... All right, here's the most embarrassing part. My uh, My doctor asks me, uh, b before the exam, or maybe he'd already, you know, looked at things, and he goes, "You, uh, you have gay sex?" <laughs> he did. <laughs> My doctor did. My uh, straight face. Yeah. Oh yeah. Yeah. And so I. What'd looked you say? He blushed. Yeah. What well, was weird? Oh, shucks, the, I'm caught. Did, I want to know, did the guy, did, did the doctor, before he asked you that, did he kind of like shut the door and maybe dim the lights a little bit? <laughs> so, have you ever uh, uh, encountered with other men? And I and I'm I was like, 
I was taken aback. Put his Barry White voice on you. And I, I certainly have not. Not that there's anything wrong with it, but the like way Tony Diggs throwing the smooth jazz with you. Right, the engineer here in JFK. <laughs> and I'm like, uh, n- no, 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 no. But it's it was so thrown off that it almost seemed like I was lying. And he goes. It's okay. You're going to admit to me. I'm, I'm not going to tell anybody. I just, He's going to talk you yeah. into admitting. Yeah. He was like, I just need to know, you know, and if so, you know, maybe I can treat that. I'm like, no, it's, no, not at all. And then, you know, kind of from there, but that kind of answers your question, which right. you dumped out of. All right. I'm sorry. As to why uh, there's certain... coloration. All right. Fair enough. Uh, it's the hideout free of 106.7 WJFK. Uh, really, though, finally. You're having a good time, you know what I mean? Because we we talked about it a little bit yesterday. The whole ordeal mm-hmm. of testing or auditioning or doing whatever it is that we're doing right now, you know, where it's this real weird first dance, uh, first date, date kind yeah. of scenario. That's why you hear me you refer to date four, hour two, because you have you know very little time. You know, to kind of express yourself and show us the deal. And I don't like the word test. I mean, can you think of one test that would be a, a, a good well, test? Well, the the bad thing about saying test there is passing or failing. That's right. it. Right. Yeah, but, but no in between. And the results are either really bad or okay. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, you never know what that means, and especially in a format like this, AIDS, drugs. You know, those type of tests. Usually fails. Nobody wants fails. to take them. <laughs> yeah. It's terrible. And then you're sitting around all day waiting for that doctor to call back. Like, damn it. Do I? Hey, but here's the thing, too. Does the doctor <laughs> does the doctor call you back positive or negative? Yes. Yeah. What if the doctor just doesn't call you back? What That's it, what I'm worried yeah, about. If, it, if it's one of those things where he's like, if it's bad news, I'll call you. Otherwise, it's okay. Give it to me, doc. Yeah, give it to me straight. punches, man. I'm like Epe. Give it to me straight. Let's go here. I'm not sure what that means. Don't, Don't worry about it. it. I'm offended. <laughs> uh, 800-636-1067. How long do I have to live? 202-432-1067. Oh, really quickly, just on the whole, you know, gay thing. Mm. I was reading the article, uh, re- reading in the USA Today that there's a big hubbub over Happy Feet. Is that the Penguin movie? The, yeah, the Penguin movie, I believe it's Ice Age 2 or whatever it is. Uh, or is it? I, I, yeah, I'm not sure. But Happy Feet, I think, is the uh, character uh, in what, the movie. What's the big deal? Well, I, I guess part of the thing is that two male penguins mm-hmm. adopt mm-hmm. or like a kid penguin. Okay. Mm-hmm. And <laughs> somebody making a, like, saying this is bad? Yeah, there, it's all over Fox News where this is hidden gay propaganda yeah. so wait a second if it's hidden that's bad if it's right out in the open like the next bond movie or something then that's good well i think they're it's a whole thing well, of- because it's for kids and uh, even the people on there were like you know the kids may not know what's going on but we do if the kids don't know what's going on who cares yeah like right, i agree but i mean it's either okay or it's not okay and i'm like what's the what's problem the- because every Every, like, look at Bert and Ernie. <laughs> oh, yeah, two dudes just hanging out in an apartment for life. They They're sleep life in partners. the same room. And they get all nervous, both of them, whenever they have a family member come over. Yeah. Tying up, you know, making sure that everything, you know, that they're living a regular life. Exactly. Every time. 
I had completely forgotten about that. It's been Two a little furry moes. <laughs> That's what they are. It's been a little while since I have uh, mo since I've seen that. But uh, you're right. It is that kind of scenario. But isn't it pretty much understood that every species Oscar the Grouch hanging out in cans is gay? Isn't it pretty much understood hmm. that every species, like like you know, dogs are, have are gay, uh, cats? <laughs> no, no, I don't think, no, I don't no, think. No, have you ever seen a gay jaguar? I mean, not personally. I'm sure they exist. No, they don't. I would, if you find me one gay jaguar, they're not. Bring it up to me, and I'll I'll say, okay, you're right, but you are not going to bring me a gay jaguar or a wolverine. They're not uh... Hugh Jackman. <laughs> 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 Try that one. Uh, I saw his latest movie, the uh, the Hugh Jackman movie with uh, Rachel Weisz. It was a very good movie. You saw the whole movie? Uh, it, no, it was a good movie to sleep in. Oh, really? Yeah, I forget what it's called. Isn't it that like a thousand year or like uh, like some kind of fountain of youth type thing? It, the fountain. That's yeah, the it, fountain. It was good. I did get a great nap in, but I was really tired from a long... Uh, All right, a gay hammerhead shark. I think it's in the name. Hammerhead. <laughs> what do you think about what, uh... That's pretty gay. <laughs> a gay piranha. Um... They travel around in packs. Doing God's work. What do you mean, God's work? <laughs> Getting rid of all those rainbow fish. Fish, fish don't. What? Chomping them up. All right. Chuck chuck. <laughs> all right. Fish don't have relations. Yes, they do. No, they don't. They just lay eggs and fertilize them, don't they? I'll tell you what, there's probably gay horses. For some reason, that seems like a gay animal to me. Too pretty. We've seen videos. YouTube. Mm -hmm. Yeah. In fact, uh, one of our friends, if you're familiar with the show at all, or he's also on the uh, under the, the names the no section by Curious BJ. His dubs his cousin slash best friend. And I guess he recently found the infamous horse video. And he's saving it on his computer, sending like it to retard. everybody he knows. Hey, well, here's the thing. The other night, we're on the air. I didn't know that stuff was illegal to have, number one. Well, I, I don't know if it is. You should download it at home uh, to find out. <laughs> but Jot that down. We're on, the, uh, we're on the air, like, Monday or Tuesday, mm -hmm. and I get a one of those requests on the instant messenger to uh, accept a file. Mm -hmm. And I'm like... And I see who it is, and I see it's from BJ, and I'm like, no, I can't accept files. We're here, we're doing the show, we're at Free FM. <laughs> it's a horse it. video, dude. Well, it's come on. I didn't know that. Later on, I talked to him. I go, what video are you trying to send me when I'm on my, my girlfriend's laptop? And he goes, oh, it's that horse video. You really got to check it out. I'm like, what are you doing sending it to me <laughs> when I'm at CBS and we're trying to do a radio show? He's like, all right, that'd be great material. It'd be great material. If you get busted with that on your computer or whatever, that's you're, you'd be a sex offender, correct? Would you? Would that be the same as like uh, some kid stuff? Or mm, I mean, not as not as uh, severe, but yeah, it's just as illegal. Right. I didn't know that. people are sending stuff like that at work or whatever. They they send it around quite loosely, mm. and I didn't even know that it would be. But I mean, he, I know the one thing you could always say in the business show prep. You know, it's oh yeah, I I got this prep. I don't know. I don't know what it is. We were pulling the audio. Speaking of animals, real quick. Uh, this is a local story, too. I guess the guy who, uh, and if you've heard of this story around town, a guy killed a cat on 4th of July by throwing it into a bonfire. A, a one-week-old kitten or something, or a one-month-old kitten. He got 18 months suspended sentence. And uh, now uh, he's got even in more trouble because he was supposed to stay away from the owner of the cat and everything, and he was found in the owner of the cat's apartment. Yeah. So he's now he's in more trouble. Was the owner uh, of the cat cool with him being in the apartment? Yeah, but he's still court-ordered to stay away. Right. 
<laughs> he was invited. That's one of those things, though. Like if you're a, you know, if you're a victim of domestic violence, yeah, you know, and having the guy come back over, you think you're in love, but it's in the best interest of society for the two of you to stay apart. If you can throw the cat in the bonfire and still come back to open arms, can you imagine how good he lays at the pipe. Exactly. You know, I mean, I mean, I mean, I mean, he has to, he has to uh, be fantastic in bed. Mm-hmm. I, I would have to say I've had to. Uh, Weird. I would. I would think about if I had a kitten in my hand in front of a bonfire before you even say it. Shock jock. I would think about it. I mean, like, I wonder what would happen. I would never do it. Right. Okay. But I would think about. I wonder what would happen if the cat would be able to make it out. What would happen? You know, I remember. I don't know if it was last time I was in D.C. or maybe one of my appearances on your Orlando show. Last time you were here. It was last time I was here. I was like, "Wow, Dub's cat died. We gotta do something with it." And he's telling oh, me, "Oh, I was, I was broke don't, up. Don't bring it up." Yeah, he didn't want to. Time heals the heart. Then, mm-hmm. then he couldn't be a shock jock. I know. I've, I've always said if something ever happened to my new cat, Tycho Tyrone, <coughs> I'd eat him. You'd eat him? Yeah, just so that he could live through my, uh, you know. I have a dog and a cat. Like, Maybe that's why he's got the problems. <laughs> I have a Back do- there? Yeah. I have a dog and a cat, and I always look at the legs thinking, damn, that'd be tasty. Yeah. I, I just, I, I feel the leg, I'm like, hmm. T- it's like a big turkey leg over at the, the county fair. The teeth and the claws mm-hmm. can do some damage, Hefe. Keep well, that in mind. No, that's uh, to pick your teeth later. Well, there it is. That's it. That's the end of date four. I hope we left a fantastic impression on this date. I know we're certainly... Talking about eating our own animals? <laughs> we got one more date. That's uh, that's on to tomorrow night. We seal the deal. So um, definitely stay tuned. You got Love Line coming up next. Sporting News Radio. Uh, junkies in the morning. O&A after that. Uh, Papa Bear O'Reilly. Don and Mike. Ben Gillette. Hideout. We'll be back at 8 o'clock. Date five. Uh, Falls uh, Church News Press, check that out. There's a nice little article in there about the show and the trials and tribulations. Go to hideoutradio.com, listen to previous versions of the show, including the two versions right here at WJFK. Hideoutheretics.net, fullblownaise.com, the fan sites. Be somebody, always talk good. Question everything and stay classy. Uh, for Shafee and Dubs, I'm Hafe. We out, bitch. 5,000. 5,000. 